The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Progressive presents today's to-do list for your dog. Check front door. Check window. Check other window. Rest chin on ground. Look into distance. Bark for no reason. Check front door. Check window. Check other window. Your pet has a very busy schedule, so it's up to you to make sure they're protected. That's why Progressive Car Insurance covers your pets for up to $1,000 if they're ever in a car accident with you. Chase shiny ball. Lose shiny ball. Find shiny ball. Eat shiny ball. Get coverage for your pets with anti-auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with a purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Welcome to the Yanks Go Yard Podcast on this beautiful Super Bowl Monday, which should be a national holiday. I'm Adam Weinrub alongside Thomas Carinante. Folks, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do get your podcasts, you can find us there. Make sure to drop us a five-star review along with a mailbag question in that review, which we would be more than happy to answer. But this Monday morning, we're talking about a 43-year-old man going to the apex of the sports universe up top, Tom Brady, number seven. You will never see a quarterback with seven rings ever again, Ariana Grande style. Thomas, are you annoyed? Where are you on Brady this morning? Because I... Don't even know if I was rooting against him and I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, I, look, we're witnessing greatness. So at least we have that. I think I'm kind of glad that he was able to separate himself from the Patriots because we've hated the Patriots for so long. New York, Boston, or you just hate the Patriots in general because they're slime. Uh, and it's tough to hate this Bucks team, you know, aside from Antonio Brown, like just an inexplicable signing that should have never happened. Extremely easy to hate that. Just like, yeah, but I like Bruce Arians a lot. He's a good guy, diverse coaching staff, which you just never see. He's got all these uh, black assistant coaches and, uh, two female coaches who made history in this. Um, and Brady people look, there is always something with the other team playing against Brady in the playoffs or the Super Bowl, whatever it is, you had this feel that this Bucks team was probably going to do it right from the like, right after they beat the Saints. You're like, oh, yep, the ball's bouncing in their direction. And 
it's frustrating solely because of those BS penalties. And I'm not one to sit here and blame the refs, but they turned a seven to three game into a 21 to three game. But then again, look, held the chiefs to no touchdown, which is an insurmountable task, even though they were missing both tackles and Brady was 21 of 29 and he, and he, and he, and he won MVP. So the guy does it. He doesn't, he never, he motivates his teammates. He never puts them in a position to lose and you just got to respect it at some point. It's annoying to watch, but it's, it's history and we're here for it. I wasn't as annoyed by it this time. I just, I don't know why, I guess maybe honestly, and this is embarrassing for me personally, because it goes against everything I've ever believed. And it also kind of goes hand in hand, but just, I don't know. Chiefs won as simple as the chiefs won the Super Bowl last year. Give me a new champion. I don't want to see a repeat champion. And I wasn't rooting for Brady or against Brady or against Mahomes. I wasn't really rooting for anything. Once it became 14-3, I was like, all right, can we get some points on the other side? Can we have a second half, please? Can we do anything interesting? Uh, And we ended up getting an extremely dull second half, but it didn't pain me the way Brady wins have pained me in years past. I think I would have preferred to see, though, New England be a little more upset They're not, I mean, no one, they're not going as far as claiming it as their own, but they are going as far as being like, you know, these are our guys and you got to be happy for your guys. Somebody on the pregame show did call it another feather in the cap of New England, which is embarrassing Mm. because obviously both of these people played in New England for a long time, Brady and Gronk. Neither's from there. Neither's the majority owner of the Patriots who ended up moving somewhere else. You know, it's a California guy and it's a Buffalo guy. Like they're not intrinsically New England. You just employed them for a long time. I guess I would root for my coworkers to succeed at another company, but not if we had a face-to-face meeting and they told me, you know, I'm ending my Hall of Fame career at your company and going somewhere else. I would be like, I hope you break your legs in an accident. <laughs> I wouldn't be as excited for their next step if that had happened. Yeah. Or if I had believed they were one of my own all along. And also just that's the way sports sports is supposed to be painful. And it wasn't painful for Boston fans for like 20 years. And then finally they get slapped in the face. This ultimate betrayal. Tom Brady goes somewhere else and convinces one of their other stars to come out of retirement. Bilks the Patriots out of a, you know, the Patriots get almost nothing in value for Gronk because he forced himself elsewhere. Uh, but then at the end of the day, they're just like, no, this is ours too. We get this also. So I'm bothered that's happening, but also, uh, you know, it doesn't feel like a new England championship. And even if they want me to believe it does, it just isn't. So it didn't hurt that much. It was kind of cool. I-, I think it was cool too. And it's the classic Boston persona, dude. It's like, you can't ever feel pain. Losing doesn't matter when you lose. Winning is everything. When you're winning, everybody else is a moron. When you're winning, when you're losing, it's hilarious. And salary dumps are cool. And, Oh, yeah, you know, we listen up, Ohio, because this is a test from Pepsi. If you call Seabus Seatown, you're not from Ohio. If you don't know the Blue Jackets actually have a fifth line, you're not from Ohio. And if you don't know what to say when someone yells OH, you're not from Ohio. We know this because at Pepsi, we are from Ohio. In fact, we bottle ice cold Pepsi right here in Seabus. So when you're thirsty for something that says you're from here and proud of it, grab a Pepsi. And say here's to OHIO, where Pepsi and life are oh so refreshing. Had a 20-year run, and our players are still producing elsewhere, so that's a win for us, too. It's just, it never ends. And you know what? We don't want to focus on Boston or the Red Sox with this pod. We got Yankees stuff to talk about. 
Yeah, I have no interest in doing that. So let's let's dive on into the Yankees. Uh, we are going to be the only podcast talking about the New York Yankees on Monday morning extensively. Uh, we're going to talk about Luis Castillo, if he's still available, how the Yankees respond to the Trevor Bauer deal, and how sort of embarrassing it is that the Yankees are, are going the direction they're going where the Dodgers are doing a whole lot of uh, crazy nonsense to try to repeat. We're going to talk about Joey Gallo. Is he available after the Elvis Andrews deal? What are the ramifications and why won't the Yankees race past the luxury tax? Yeah, a lot of things to consider. But first, Adam, we got to talk about Manscaped. Oh, do we? We do. Support for Yanks Go Yard is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Can you believe that? No. Even even better, coming off another Tom Brady Super Bowl, I'm more inspired than ever to turn myself into a Ken doll down there. I have 13 more years to figure out how to be a perfect statue man, and Manscaped can help. And for all you guys out there, Valentine's Day is right around the corner, so help out your significant other, clean yourself up, you know, just do the world a general favor. We like to keep ourselves groomed and well-kept, and this is a good way you can go about it without, you know, covering yourself in shaving cream and trying to figure out with a straight razor. Um, but all in all here, get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That is FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code, again, FANSIDED20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. That's shaving and trimming necessarily. Talk about shaving and trimming unnecessarily. The Yankees payroll is going to be under $210 million this year. They believe they're the best team in the American League, and they're probably right, although obviously somebody comes out of the woodwork every year and bothers them in the ALCS or DS, and that's just how it works. It could be the White Sox, it could be the Rays, it could be the Blue Jays. We're not pushing, we're not putting the Yankees in the World Series. We're just telling you what the Yankees believe. The Yankees believe that they have the best roster in the American League, and they can try this throw nine pitchers at a wall routine and see if four or five stick and see if they have a game two starter in the postseason out of that. That's their prerogative. That's what they'd like to do. But on the other side, on in the other league, it's starting to get embarrassing to be a Yankee fan when you see that the Los Angeles Dodgers, who spend every offseason, to be fair, they scout well, they draft well, the Yankees don't really do that, and the Dodgers supplement it with money. They're amazing. It'd be great to be them. But they broke their 32-year championship drought last offseason, finally won it all after getting Mookie Betts. Pretty good job by the Dodgers. Are they complacent in the wake of that title? No. Nope. They want another one. They are the champions, and they would like another ring. They came out of nowhere, always thought of as the number two in the Trevor Bauer chase. We assumed the Mets were going to get him. Nope. The Dodgers have decided to absolutely obliterate the luxury tax threshold, sign Bauer for like $40 million annual for the first couple of years. They're over 240 now. Not only are they past 210, where the Yankees do not dare tread, they're beyond 240 because you know what? They have a ring and they want another one. It's that simple. The Yankees have made the calculus. The Dodgers have made the slap in the face to the rest of the league saying, we'd like to go two for two, maybe even three for three. Wouldn't you rather root for them, Thomas? Yeah. You're look. You're sitting here. We're looking at what they're doing, and it's undeniably cool. And guess what? They still have to bring back Justin Turner, so it kind of feels like they're so far past the tax at this point that what's a few other million gonna do? You know, um, 
And you look at the Yankees and are the Dodgers direct competitors with the Yankees? No, they're not. They're, they're in the national league. The only time the Yankees will theoretically see them is with a short interleague series or the world series. And if we're being honest here and we're looking at all these teams on paper and we're trying to figure out who the favorites are and who's what you look at Vegas, the betting favorites are the Yankees and the Dodgers. So if the Yankees getting over the world series hump does not mean, I mean, I'm sure you agree with this does not mean just getting to the world series. It's no, it's, it's it'd winning. be nice, but it's no. winning. It's winning the entire world series. So we're not, nobody cares about an AL banner because we probably should have won two out of the last four years. I'd say probably, probably two out of the last four years. If we're being, if we're being generous, um, if not for injuries and other nonsense, but uh, that's, that's our entitlement speaking. Anyway, your direct competitor who has the best chance to take you down in the championship series is lapping you. And not only are they doing so with talent, they are doing so with money. The Dodgers are the second biggest market in MLB, the Yankees number one. And the Dodgers are letting the Yankees know that we're here. We're going to pay this pitcher who is not nearly as good as your ace, more money on an average annual value than your ace. And when you get to the World Series, you're probably going to be facing four Cy Young caliber arms. Good luck. Uh, do I hate the Yankees' chances? Not really. I don't think Bauer's great. Um, I think they'll crush David Price if it came down to it. And Clayton Kershaw's aging. So I think I don't think the wheels will come off for Clayton Kershaw, but we all know how he performs in the postseason overall. And I think the Yankees' lineup poses a very serious threat. But this just this the Yankees need to respond to this in some capacity because they have the best lineup in the American League. But a lot of that is because of attrition around them. It's not because they significantly got had gotten better. They made two great signings in Corey Kluber and Jamison Tyone. I think those are going to probably work out. At least one of them will. And it's certainly more of a progression to get us over the hump in October baseball. They're not necessarily regular season moves because we know the Yankees offense during the regular season, whether it's healthy or not uplifts this team like no other. Um, but this current pitching staff as constructed at this moment will not, will probably not be able to beat the Los Angeles Dodgers in a seven game series. If it came down to that, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves and we're essentially predicting the world series, but if you're going to tell me that the Dodgers top competitor next season is the Padres in the NL, then I'm telling you the Dodgers are getting to the World Series, and, and I'll put money on it right now if, if, it, if it came down to it. So the Yankees, in summation, and people, call, why are people getting mad that we're saying the Yankees need to respond to this? Why is the Luis Castillo trade dumb? Why is unloading prospects for another top-tier talent dumb? This is what we need. I mean, you're supposed to win a World Series, aren't you? That's what yeah. you're supposed to be doing. Like, I, I'm, so. I don't think the Yankees need to, I don't think they need to enter the facility on the first day of spring training and go, how do we punch back at the Los Angeles Dodgers? Because yeah. obviously there are steps to take before they even get there. But at the same time, you know, no one's strategy should be let's win our league. And then maybe we luck into a title. Maybe the Dodgers get upset. Maybe a pitcher gets hurt. Like if your strategy for winning the world series involves a lot of foibles and tripping and your opponent doing dumb stuff in your face. I mean, that's Tom Brady's path to victory every year. <laughs> but if that's your architectural plan, when spring training begins, then you need to reinforce your plan. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say if the Yankees get Luis Castillo, they are guaranteed to win the World Series. 
nobody's a guarantee. All pitchers get hurt. People break. Terrible things happen. The American League representative in the World Series could be the Angels. I, I don't know. They, they also threw eight arms at the wall. Maybe Alex Cobb and Dylan Bundy are, are a one and two in the World Series. I have no idea. Weird stuff happens. Baseball's crazy. The Red Sox are about to sign a Japanese reliever I've never heard of. I'm sure he's going to put up a one ERA. Like, there's weird stuff everywhere. I can't predict the Yankees will make the World Series, and I can't predict they need to base their lineup and rotation around matchups for the Dodgers when they get there. But they need to be preparing to face and beat the best. Like you said, getting out of the American League, is it, that's Rays stuff. That's what you raise a banner for if you're the Tampa Bay Rays. We've talked about Luis Castillo all offseason long only because he's the most meaningful upgrade potentially on the market. We don't even know if he's on the market yet. We don't know if he ever will be. But who who are the guys who are actually difference makers? It's Castillo and Kyle Hendricks. And we're not talking about people who are readily available. We're talking about people who may hit the market, who may be persuadable. People's front offices could be talked into trades. Uh, So should the Yankees be counting on Castillo or Kyle Hendricks? No, they obviously can't count on that. There's no way you can expect them to immediately, you know, pay a four prospect package. But the second we decided, oh, the Yankees should go after these guys, but we understand they won't. Both men have been linked to the Blue Jays, who are Mm -hmm. close to the top of the list of competitors for the Yankees. So if you don't want the Yankees to go get these pitchers, fine. The pitching needy Toronto Blue Jays, who have a lineup that's almost as good or just as good as the Yankees, will happily do it. And then they'll happily be the favorites. And then they'll match up better with the Dodgers if they make the World Series. All we're saying, we're not saying that the Yankees simply must punch back. We're not saying the Dodgers are unbeatable, but also don't ignore the Dodgers. Don't pretend that you may. Listen up, Ohio, because this is a test from Pepsi. If you call C-Bus C-Town, you're not from Ohio. If you don't know the Blue Jackets actually have a fifth line, you're not from Ohio. And if you don't know what to say when someone yells OH, you're not from Ohio. We know this because at Pepsi, we are from Ohio. In fact, we bottle ice-cold Pepsi right here in C-Bus. So when you're thirsty for something that says you're from here and proud of it, grab a Pepsi and say here's to O-H-I-O, where Pepsi and life are oh so refreshing. Never see the Dodgers because if you do, you have to be ready. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the Rangers and what that might mean for the Yankees after. Stick around. Welcome back to the Yankees Go Yard podcast. Before we move on, Thomas, you're going to own me a little bit here. No, I just I disagree with you that I think they do need need to respond and they need to punch back. Why? Because in my opinion, from my perspective, based on everything we're reading and looking at this offseason and understanding and knowing what the Yankees future holds, this Trevor Bauer signing is a direct shot at the Yankees. Not only have we talked about how many times that Trevor Bauer, who has a career three nine ERA and has two seasons out of nine with an ERA under four point one eight is now getting paid uh, more on an annual basis than Garrett Cole, who was the highest paid pitcher in baseball. He has, obviously, Garrett Cole has the largest contract ever or or for a pitcher in baseball. Um, But Bauer now beats him on an AAV uh, status, which is kind of a joke. I I think that's a shot in some manner to the Yankees, whether it's direct or indirect. Take with it what you will. I view it as direct. And not only that, the length of this contract fully interrupts the Yankees prime window. How many more times do we have to talk about this prime window? It is this year and it is the year after 2021 and 2022. After that, they will have rising arbitration costs. They will have less flexibility and free agency. Assuming those costs continue to go up 
plus the contracts of Garrett Cole and Giancarlo Stanton that will be atop the payroll for at least the next seven years. And then you have Aaron Judge's free agency. What's happening there? We still have no idea. We've heard updates that a judge extension, the, the they still don't know what's going on. The Yankees want to see two more healthy years of him. Then you have Gary Sanchez. Is he returning to form? If he doesn't, he's gone next year. They're not going to tender him a contract. And even if they do tender him a contract and he does have a career year, he's looking at free agency the same time as Judge. So if you don't view this as a an immediate interruption of the Yankees' plans to break their 11-year drought, then I just don't know how, what else you're viewing this as. I know the Dodgers want to get good because that's they have a smart front office, they scout well, and they spend their money freely but also very wisely. But I also cannot look at this and think, oh, this is not telling the Yankees to you know, stop doing financial gymnastics for three months and then waiting to sign DJ LeMahieu for three months before they can execute any other moves. Just embarrassing, in my opinion, that it took the Yankees that long to make those moves. And now the Dodgers are doing stuff like this to kind of make the Yankees look like children. But that's that's my take. I think it's they need to do something. Well, it is true that both Bauer and the Dodgers made it really clear that they want the Yankees to look at this. Right? Yes. There's a reason that Bauer beat Garrett Cole's AAV. And you knew he was going to, but you knew he was going to sucker some team into doing that. Is he better than Garrett Cole? Absolutely not. Is Garrett Cole probably worth a few more million dollars than he ultimately got? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Trevor Bauer somehow parlayed like this Cy Young 60-game fanless season into mouth breathers on the internet thinking that Trevor Bauer is the best pitcher alive. No, he's just the loudest pitcher alive. He's the pitcher who wants you to think the most about him. That's, I guess, somewhat impressive. Uh, Trevor Bauer had like a six and a half ERA in the second half of 2019 in Cincinnati, uh, you know, when there were fans in the stands, when there was theoretical playoff pressure at or after the deadline. Uh, Trevor Bauer is an interesting cat. Uh, he obviously changed his spin rate a lot over the past, you know, exact 365-day chunk of time in which Bauer's arsenal became entirely different after he bragged online about figuring out what the Astros were doing and the ability to change his own spin rate. Extremely suspicious growth from Bauer. And yes, he obviously went to the Dodgers and said, one of my stipulations for signing this deal is I want to embarrass Garrett Cole. So he wants the Yankees. And I think the Yankees want to see him. Like you said, Bauer's playoff success against the Yankees outside of one start, uh, you know, game one of the DS, he was great in 2017 game mm-hmm. four. He was awful. He almost lost the series for, for uh, the Indians. Uh, Bauer's hit or miss Walker Bueller's great. Clayton Kershaw. We all know what he does in the playoffs and how he's sort of a five and fly pitcher at this point. David Price and the Yankees have their own very special relationship. I don't think anybody really thought that the Dodgers had playoff, you know, World Series winning caliber starting pitching last year, especially once you hit October and Tony Gonsolin wasn't the same and Dustin Mays in the bullpen and Julio Urias is in the bullpen. Like, I don't think anybody was like, oh, Dodgers have a slam dunk World Series rotation. We were a little worried and they managed to piece it together with sticks and mud. Now they have Trevor Bauer, who's never done it with people in the stands. So, I think Trevor Bauer took a shot at the Yankees. I think it would be nice if the Yankees responded, but don't take the bait either. Don't, you know, don't let Bauer get under your skin. Just go beat him when it matters most. But yes, they need reinforcements to ensure they can do that. I agree. And I don't want to talk about him anymore because he gets me angry. So I know you like Joey Gallo and we had this cool Rangers A's trade that not cool. What, what am I, an idiot? I a thought weird, it was cool. A weird, weird, creepy interdivision trade that sent uh, slugger Chris Davis from the Oakland Athletics to Texas. Uh, 
I believe, in addition to one or two other players in exchange for Elvis Andrus, shortstop Elvis Andrus, who left Texas, now going to Oakland in addition to one or two other players. I forget the full details, but that is the crux of it. Uh, Chris Davis will be a free agent after this year. I'm guessing that this is a way to create some more payroll flexibility in the immediate future for the Rangers um, and also give them uh, a, another power hitter. Um, and then the A's get fill the shortstop uh, gap after Marcus Simeon left and get a solid guy in Andrus who's been around for a while and can certainly hold his own. Uh, and, you know, the A's, they're always unlocking potential. But this raises another question. Are the Rangers about to have some sort of a mini fire sale? And is Joey Gallo available? What do you think? The question is, is he going to get squeezed out by Chris Davis? Like, what's the situation here? Gallo is, you know, he's one of those guys on a middling team approaching his arbitration escalating. It's it's $6.2 million this year for Gallo. That doesn't mean it's only going to get worse. So if you're the Rangers, are you going to contend in 2021? No, you're not. Uh, you briefly thought you were going to contend in 2020. You got Kluber and Lance Lynn and Jordan Lyles, and then Kluber gets hurt, and then the Rangers are terrible. This year, they're not even. There are no pretenses of competition, so they do not think they're one of the American League's best teams this year, and they're not going to act like they think that because they they know what they are. So, do they want an escalating value Gallo on their books? Is he an extension candidate? I don't know. I might have thought he was, but it now seems like maybe he's going to get squeezed out. Uh, and be readily available. Here are the facts about Joey Gallo. Little too much swing and miss for your everyday Yankee fan, probably. But, you know, get get away from the optics. Close your eyes. Don't don't look at the outs. Don't, don't make yourself think a strikeout is better than a dribbler to short because that's what a lot of people do. And they're like, I can't believe this dude struck out 100 times. So what do you want? More more grounders to second. That's what you want. Uh, so <laughs> Joey Gallo is is one of the most perfect modern baseball players. He's like a ridiculous power hitter, light tower. Give him the short porch at Yankee Stadium uh, and see what, he, you know, he's not going to need the short porch, but you, you give it to him and see what he does. Light tower power, incredible patience. We're talking about a guy who regularly OBPs 100 plus points over his batting average. Now those batting averages, you know, he hit 41 homers in 2017 and 40 in 2018. He hit 209 and 206. The optics are fugly, not going to lie to you, but 333 OBP, 312 OBP, and then in his all-star season when he finally put everything together in 2019, 253 average, 389 OBP, which is where he needs to be. Uh, Joey Gallo hitting 200 is not going to help anyone. The optics are bad, as are, you know, he, he's only getting on base three, you know, 30% of the time. That's not good. I'm, you, there's no way to sugarcoat it. It's just a way to prove that his on-base skills are exceptional so that when he's hitting 250 and getting on base 40% of the time, that's the you know stunning sort of Joey Votto corollary that you want. Uh, 22 bombs and 49 RBI in just 70 games in that All-Star season. Barely played after the break got hurt. This year, 10 home runs, 181 average, 301 OBP, same on-base skills as ever. Um, and guess what? He is a lefty batter. Probably most important of all. The Yankees need some lefty in the lineup, not every day, but maybe 110 games a year. You find a way to start Gallo. He's going to play more than you would have played Brett Gardner in theory. Uh, he's going to lay waste to that short porch. And he's someone whose value you don't really know until he arrives on, on your roster. He He's a great fielder, by the way, a gold glove in 2020. We all brag about Brett Gardner's, fi uh, sorry, Clint Frazier's finalist appearance this year. Gallo actually won the award. Um, so yeah, keep your eyes open. Uh, they're not going to do it. He costs no. $6.2 million and Brett Garner is going to cost 1 million. So d don't get your hopes up, but 
God, they're, if, if for a team that needs a lefty and for a team that relies on power, you'd be getting the most powerful lefty. My God, this, and I'm an idiot because when I wrote the article, I forgot to mention that he won the gold glove in 2020, which is probably yeah. the biggest talking point here. We're always enamored with the lefty power, and but, th- but this is a little bit different because Gallo's power is unbelievable. Um, and also, I know that we have a lot of the times on this podcast, we have talked about the redundancy and how a guy like Giancarlo Stanton trading for him, though we love Giancarlo Stanton, I'll take him on my team any day of the week, was a redundant acquisition that is kind of, that a, a little bit hamstrung the Yankees in terms of what else they were going to spend on. I know they got Garrett Cole, but guess what? Two players don't solve the entire issue for you, especially when you have uh, injury worries left and right and uh, a, a very hit or miss lineup when it comes to do or die in the home run department. Um, but Gal is a little bit different because, A, he's a lefty, and, B, he could play all three outfield spots if you need him to. I'm not recommending you put him in center field, but guess what, guys? We know someone's getting hurt. I don't, I'm not putting that negative energy out there. I'm just telling you what has happened over the last four years. Somebody has gotten hurt, whether it's a two-week IL stint, whether it's a two-month IL stint, it doesn't matter. He could play all three outfield spots. And guess what? If our pal Luke Voigt, who plays every day at 1,000%, needs a day off, Joey Gallo could play first base for the day. And that's a great usage of someone who theoretically on paper would be a redundant acquisition in the offensive department. And the way you look at it here though, is if Gardner doesn't come back, the Yankees still have around 8 million to spend before hitting the 210 threshold. You don't bring Gardner back. You trade for uh, Gallo you have about a million or two to work with. Maybe you move somebody else. Well, they got to move somebody off the 40 to make room for Darren O'Day. So you bring in Gallo, maybe you move a couple of guys off the 40, you shed, you know, the $400,000, $600,000 salary, give yourself, you know, 2 million by the deadline or fuck it, maybe by the deadline and you want to make this big trade to respond to the Dodgers that we're talking about. You go $5 million over the tax and just pay the $2.5 million in tax money because it doesn't matter because you want to win a World Series because that is the goal. So I think that, oddly enough, the Stars do a line here and it makes perfect sense for the Yankees to do it. However, that would mean trading prospects, which we know this front office is not going to do unless it has the best deal possible on the table, and not bringing back Brett Gardner. Two somewhat problematic things and also pushing themselves up against the tax and we have fairly uh, damning evidence that they do not want to go over it. So I like it. I wish that this was among the aggressive moves that the organization would roll with, but like you, they're not going to do it. I know they're not going to do it. And we're just going to sit here, talk about it, talking about it. And people are going to call us idiots. So yeah. it's good. We've spent all offseason just listing things they're not going to do. We, we opened we opened every podcast with 10 minutes on the DJ LeMahieu talks and then just branched out into like, well, what about these things a smart team would do, but this team isn't going to do? Let's talk about them for a while. I mean, all I, all I need to say before we sign off, just broaching it, you know, Gallo probably doesn't get traded this offseason. There's not much time left in the offseason. I think it's far more likely. The Rangers hold, hold their bounty wait till the deadline. I mean at that point, if the Yankees are just tripping over the luxury tax and paying ever so slightly, you know, this small escalating increase, just, they're not going to do it, but like you, you got it, you got to do it. Um, pair Gallo with a reliever, you know, pair Gallo with a Jose Leclerc, you know, 
add to your bullpen or pair Gallo with Kyle Gibson. Get another yeah. rotation option who I've always liked as a three or four starter innings eater. Once again, you know, pitched to a 5-3-5 ERA last year, but he's a low fours ERA guy. I don't think anybody buys what happened in the 60-game season. Trevor, ba- I mean, I guess the Dodgers do because they, they paid $40 million for what Trevor Bauer did in the 60-game season. But pair Gallo with a pitcher, make it a larger trade, turn it into something, pass that little threshold in the middle of the year. They won't, though. They won't. They will not. And I guess that's that's where that's what we're going to accept. And it's good that we're kind of accepting it because I think we'll be pleasantly surprised if they do it, right? Yeah, I guess. They're not going to, though. If you took away anything from this podcast, it's that Tom Brady's body is weird and the Yankees are not going to make any cost move that pushes them over the threshold, even though the Dodgers are basically like ice losing past the threshold. They're going to pay Justin Turner 15 to $20 million this year and end up at 260. So congratulations to the team that's trying to win the traditional way. Uh, if you're going to call out the Yankees for buying their championships in the 90s, please give the Dodgers the same energy for objectively trying to buy a championship this year. Also a reminder that the Yankees buying championships, they never bought one. They, they used to pay for championships throughout the 2000s uh, and fail repeatedly every year. Uh, so if the Dodgers do it this year, just make sure to bring them that same energy. That's it for this edition of the Yanks Go Yard podcast. Reminder to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do get your podcasts, wherever podcasts are sold, although this one is free. Make sure to drop us a five-star review along with a mailbag question. We will be more than happy to answer you. Until next time, you... Jamie's Log. Progressive. The Harrington's Backyard. Day 11, 4.43 a.m. The tent I set up in the Harrington's Backyard to prove Progressive has 24-7 protection has a rip in it. But a little rain won't stop me. Mrs. Harrington says she totally understands 24-7 protection means 24-7. Gonna stay a few more days to make sure. It's hailing now. That's fun. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Weiner, and that is my name. My name, again, is Adam Weiner. <laughs> and I'm Thomas Carinante. You can find me at Tommy's underscore takes. Head on over to YanksGoYard.com. Also, head on over to the official YanksGoYard Twitter account at YanksGoYardFS. Engage with us there. We're here to talk, talk Super Bowl, talk Yankees luxury tax whatever you want to do and until then wednesday's the next time you'll be hearing from us folks see ya tom brady's the goat unfortunately progressive presents forced metaphors about bundling your home auto and other vehicles in hockey it's the goalie's job to protect the net and in life your net is your home and auto but also your boat motorcycle rv or atv and your goalie is the round-the-clock protection offered by progressive insurance well and also the savings you get when you bundle so in this metaphor you have two goalies which is okay because you know it's just a metaphor forced metaphors presented by progressive bundle and protect today progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates discount not available in all states or situations support for this podcast and the following message come from corient corient provides wealth management services centered around you they focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully preserve their wealth and provide for the people causes and communities they care about as one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. 
Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.